At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. I'm R.J. Powell with the Sports Betting Headlines for Tuesday. Tampa Bay, Monday night football comeback. They didn't cover, though. Giants do. Two-point controversy late. And we've got some sound from a former NFL guy that's going to shock you. Conspiracy theory. Super Bowl odds. Tampa Bay's not the leader. That's Kansas City. Next up, Pittsburgh. Then Tampa Bay. Three favorites for the Super Bowl. Kansas City, Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay. Today was the trade deadline, and it was a dud. But we can learn by those who bought, those who sold, and why there was so little movement. Here comes a full hour of the Vegas Truth covering all that and more. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it, I'm R.J. live in Las Vegas, live on the aftermath of Monday Night Football Tuesday, and live on... 225 FSR stations across this great, great nation. Fez taking a well-deserved day off, but we got multiple sound clips from him sounding off. That should be fun. And he actually 
even from a distance, disagreeing with Colin Cowherd's herd hierarchy. We'll look at the biggest disagreement. Hint, it involves the Miami Dolphins. Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. I'm a pro. He's the Joe in Los Angeles, Jonas Knox. Always good to be here, RJ. And yes, on a day in which we've got a big result that we are waiting on coming up later on tonight. We've also got maybe a couple of questions about an NFC favorite after last night. What is the Vegas lead here on this Tuesday? You know, the day after, especially when it's Monday Night Football, we like to review that game. I think we start there. Yeah, and it was sloppy, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers got it done on Monday Night Football. They go to MetLife and take care of the Giants. 25-23 was the final. For those batters out there, and about half of our audience, the studies show bat, and we love that half doesn't. So if you don't bat and you think, oh, my gosh, this is kind of, you know, how am I listening to this show? It's so, you know, I like it, but no, no, no. It's about half. But I think for both groups – the lesson about big favorites in the NFL, if you're rooting or if you're risking money, here's the lesson. It's not that you love the underdog. Most pros bet the bigger favorite, meaning if they're going to bet a game, they're usually not going to lay double digits. They're usually not going to lay um, 13 points when the line was as low as eight and a half not that long ago. It's just not they don't take bad prices. They don't tend to lay the lumber, though the younger professionals are more willing to do that than the old timers. But it's not about the Giants being that good because they're not. It's about Tampa being flat. And I suspected they might be flat. Look ahead game, Saints game next week off a nice win the week before against a team that is one of the five worst in the league. But I thought potentially Monday Night Football would perk them up, right? The whole country's watching. Even that couldn't perk up the sandwich, that sandwich spot they were in. A lot of NFL guys would say, these are professionals. They they play hard every game. Come on. Do you watch these games? I'm not saying they're not trying. I'm saying that if it's preparation, whatever it is, coaches going vanilla so they don't want to show things, whatever it is, It's oftentimes an underperformance by that elite team. We had it here, and the Giants got the easy cover, and quite frankly, very close to winning that money line bet. And we'll talk about the two-point controversy. But first, Jonas, from the fans' perspective, what did you see last night? Yeah, I saw a team that clearly wasn't playing their A game in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We can all you know, credit New York for being competitive and having leads at times in that game. But I just looked at it, and and if you just look at one statistic, that tells me the story, and it's the Tampa Bay rushing defense. For for going on two years now, they've had the best rush defense in the NFL by a long by a long ways uh they did so last year number one again this year and new york was able to run the ball and they were able to run the ball effectively on them all night long and it's not like they're doing it with saquon barkley they're doing it with wayne gallman alfred morris Uh, daniel jones was able to scramble and pick up some yards that to me right there said this is a team that's either looking ahead or just not playing good football as good up to their standards that we've seen in the past couple of weeks you don't often hear screams on the sidelines. What are we going to do about Wayne Gollum? <laughs> just not not a cause of concern typically, but it goes to show you. And, you know, I'm not a huge fan of every given 
or any given Sunday, but I like it, the movie, Pacino, football, but the famous, you know, the Battle of Inches. And these are all NFL players by definition. And yeah, Tampa Bay is much, much better than the Giants. But you got one team that's just 5% less motivated and you got even game, even game. And I think that w- it's, it's what makes the NFL so great because in college football, you have a mismatch, Ohio State playing, you know, whomever. And it's like, oh, Buckeyes play bad. They only win by 17. And I, I'm not saying I don't, there's an appeal to college football for sure. But in the NFL, even the Jets are not that far away from the other teams. Yeah. Maybe the Jets, if Sam Darn, maybe, I don't know. They might be the one exception. What do you think? Alabama, Jets, Jonas. What? Oh, the Jets. No, that's always yeah. the debate. Every yeah, year, it, the worst NFL team against the best college team. Usually the line's about 30 is what we and, estimate. And it, it comes up every year. I just At some point, somebody's just got to make the game happen. Just so we can put it to bed and no longer have to worry about it. At some point, just make the game happen so we can. I, I actually, what would you? What do you think the betting line would be if the Jets played Alabama or Clemson? What do you think that betting line is? You know, you know typically, and each year it changes because the NFL team is, you know, maybe a little. The worst one is a little better, or maybe a little worse than the worst in a given year, and the college team is a little better, a little worse. This year, it doesn't feel like any of the college teams are special, um, at least yet. I don't see that. So I would say 30, probably. And the, <laughs> but, but the Jets, but the Jets, let's be candid. The Jets might be the worst team of the decade. <laughs> I, I mean, literally. And, and if you look at some stats, and I'm talking about key stats, I think this was aggregated. Now I'm thinking back. It was um, aggregated expected yards added. Um, per play, you know, so added per play. And it the distance between the the number 16 team and the number 31 team, so the next to worst team, which was Jacksonville, was the same distance between number 31 and 32. And I think we talked about this one time uh, yeah. recently. Is literally, think about it, Jacksonville to the Jets is the same as you know, number 16, you know, maybe that's Tennessee at this point or, you know, whoever that is right now, that was the distance last week entering the week and the Jets uh, didn't look so good. No. <laughs> so, so, yeah, no doubt Jets, bad, bad, bad. Sam Darnold, you got to wonder. You got to wonder. I'm RJ Bo straight out of Vegas. Let's talk about the other quarterback in New York before we get to the two-point conversion controversy. Not great from Daniel Jones. My question is, what did you see last night? And over under, is Daniel Jones in the league or is Daniel Jones a starting quarterback a year from today? I would say no as of this point because he's got a good skill set. He's he's pretty athletic. Um, the touchdown pass to Golden Tate at the end was a good throw, and he'll, he'll make some plays, but it's the same thing that got Jameis Winston benched. He can't stop turning the ball over, uh, or that got Jameis Winston not re-signed by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He can't stop turning the ball over, and the problem is the difference between him and Jameis is Jameis will give you 5,000 yards and 30-something touchdowns, and the highs are really high. Daniel Jones doesn't give you the same kind of highs, but he gives you all the lows and then some so far in his career. It's terrible. It's like, 
It's like the rich boy. In one case, there's the rich boyfriend in the movie who has, you know, gives money, takes her on trips, but he's a little selfish, right? And then you got the guy that's drinking beer at home with the with the the stained T-shirt that's also a little selfish, right? <laughs> so in that case, Daniel Jones is the you know guy drinking uh, natural light and has a stained shirt. It's I mean, just, it's, I, it's really what you're saying. Yeah, no, it's exactly what I'm saying. And I, it's almost as if he can't help himself. I mean, on, on a couple of the throws, you just look at it and, and what, what are you looking at? It'd be one thing if, like, Jay Cutler back in the day used to try and throw into double or triple cover. Ben, ben Roethlisberger, we've talked about Roethlisberger. He still tries to fit it in tight windows sometimes. Hall of Famers are allowed. Oh, yeah, I mean, and, and that happens. But it's Daniel Jones makes these throws to where – you, you look and go, what are you seeing? Why did you think that was going to be open? And, and even it doesn't take a football expert or a quarterback guru to look at this stuff. You can just watch it, be a novice and say, there's no way that was going to be completed, especially in this league. And he still tries to make the same throws. It's puzzling. If you want to know how much the NFL is adverse to turnovers, that, that it's a deal breaker in almost any case, Jameis Winston's a great example. Here's a guy who's QBR last year, and that counts turnovers, right? Heavily was his QBR was right middle of the pack, like 14, 15, 16, right there. And he literally, like you said, didn't get re-signed. And he has so much more talent yeah. than Daniel Jones. And Daniel Jones is even worse, at least to start his career with turnovers. So 20 starts in, that's where Daniel Jones is after last night. He has the most turnovers. Now, that counts interceptions and fumbles because he fumbles a lot too. As of any player in the history of the NFL to play quarterback except one player, Ryan Leaf. <laughs> now, Fezzik actually had a big bet on Leaf over Peyton Manning back, back <laughs> in the day. But we won't even bring that up. But the fact is that when Ryan Leaf and you are on a list, you're going to yeah. be, you know, looking at used car, you know, or you're going to be selling potentially used cars. Though these days, you sign that number, you know, first round contract, you're probably okay. Yeah, I got nothing against him. But being an NFL quarterback is not like, oh, we should feel bad. This guy just can't do the job, and I see no trend line that it's getting better. And Mike Lombardi, friend of the show, former GM of the Browns and you know many other teams he was associated with, including the Patriots, he explains it this way. Some guys are fast thinkers. Some guys are not fast thinkers. Now, brilliant people cannot, can potentially not be a fast thinker. You know, those guys that are quick talkers, they can you know, play blackjack while they're on their phone. Those guys usually aren't deep thinkers, right? But there's some in the NFL, if you can't process fast and you need everything set up exactly right, and if things aren't disrupted, if things are nice and smooth, you can make the throws. Like in, and that's where things like um, you know, workouts at the college or the combine, they can be deceiving. It doesn't replicate game conditions, obviously. And I don't have the eye to kind of assess uh, how good Daniel Jones is as a, you know, I, I, it doesn't seem like he's getting through his progressions, but when you have a guy like Lombardi saying that's the problem and usually that problem doesn't get fixed ever, I'm pessimistic, and it seems like you are too. What did you think, and by the way, we're straight out of Vegas on Fox Sports Radio, what did you think of the two-point call, first of all? 
I would have called it a pass interference. Well, I wouldn't have called it pass interference initially, but I was okay with them keeping with the call because it was close enough. I was surprised that they picked up the flag. I thought in that in that moment that they were just going to stick with the call because, as I said, it was close enough to where you could see why in real time the official would have made the call. The fact that they picked up the flag was surprising to me. Okay, so now when you saw the replay, what did you think? I when I saw the replay, it was bang bang. So and, you're, and I, yeah. So, but but I I per on the field, it was close enough to where. I'm not going to bail them out with a call that late, but the fact that they made the call, it wasn't the most egregious thing. It's like sometimes you'll see a, you know, a somewhat bad decision in boxing, but you can understand, well, I could see how they would give them this round or that round, so it's not the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt about it. I was just surprised they got together and they picked yeah, it up. Yeah, so you're saying reasonable people can disagree on the call. The pickup of the flag was curious. Yes. Well, listen, we've gone a little long, so let's do this. Let's take our first break. <laughs> When we come back, I've got some sound from a former NFL executive that talks about a conspiracy theory on this call that is really an eye popper. I haven't heard it make the rounds. We'll play it when we come back. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from man manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm RJ Bell. We're straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we've got some controversy from Monday Night Football to get into. You could even say a conspiracy theory about the two-point conversion. Why did the refs pick up the flag? A former official, a former GM, actually, has a theory. And... X-Files style. Great day to join us. And we got, we're going to really break down this trading deadline, the lack of moves. I think it says a lot about this COVID year, but also so much about who was buying, who was selling. One team in particular, a Super Bowl contender, I think they're not giving up, but they're starting to hedge their bets. This is the fastest growing show on Fox Sports Radio. Audiences doubled in the last year plus. Thank you so much for the support. And we will continue the best football season we've had yet. You can listen to us on the iHeartRadio app right here in Las Vegas. On the Strip, it is 86 degrees and the neon is chugging. So, RJ, one of the talking points after Monday Night Football, which saw the Tampa Bay Buccaneers get a 25-23 win over the New York Giants, was a two-point conversion play at the end, initially called pass interference. The flag was then picked up. Ultimately, the Giants were unable to convert on the onside kick, and it was Tampa Bay, a 25-23 win. Okay, so your thought was you could see the call going either way, but whatever was called on the field is what should have just stuck. All right, most people kind of feel it was a strange flag that was picked up. So on CBS, their HQ stream, Scott Pioli, formerly, I think actually the um, son-in-law of Bill Belichick, if I'm not mistaken, actually, and former Patriot front office guy, had a theory about what happened. Listen closely, because this is a true conspiracy. Let's listen. In terms of the call and the flag being picked up, that wasn't the huddle and the conversation amongst the group on the field. I'm telling you, that call had to come from outside of the field, and someone told them they better pick up that flag because they watched the replay and they saw it and they made the call. That's not the rule that they do that, but that's too big of a play in New York National television, they wanted to get it right. Think about what's being said there, Jonas. Scott Pioli, former front office guy, saying that they're just kind of hanging out by the end zone and waiting for the officials to do some informal, you know, off the books, rogue type review of the replay to then tell them what they should rule, but no sense at all that. Uh, it's a, or I guess the thing, the way to say it is, it officially shouldn't happen, and it, this would be fundamentally breaking the rules arbitrarily because oh, it feels like a big game. 
What do you think of the likelihood of that? And if true, how big of a deal is it? Uh, no, I mean, I, I think it's a big deal just because we were to like pass interference penalties that you could review them a year ago. We were told, oh, well, no, we're, they tried it for a year. It just didn't work. In essence, they took another look at this before they made their decision. And it's happened before to where I, I forget which game specifically it was, but there was a game and I, I, I want to say I, I can't I don't remember the two teams, but I remember even the broadcasters pointed out that the officials were able to see when they got together the replay of what happened on the big screen inside the stadium. And this was two, three weeks ago. And then they were able to make the call. Well, to me, that's the same thing as as reviewing it. And we were told a year ago after it didn't work, supposedly, that we were no longer going to be doing that. And it felt like they did this, but just in a in a different way without having to throw a challenge flag or having to t- take a look under the uh, at the review underneath the tent it just it felt a, it feels awkward to me i don't know well listen if you get lied to it's a problem and to me <laughs> as fans it's to me it's the root of all or much of the nfl's evil and and the nba too i don't know about baseball in this regard but baseball's got their own problems is the fact of the matter is these are alpha types, uh, the commissioners. They are, you know, literally the guys that sit at the head of most tables and the guys that would sit in the White House, you know, when sports are being discussed. And they hate things out of their control because to whatever degree there would be, let's say, advantageousness, <laughs> it would be advantageous for the league to manipulate like this just a little bit. Let's say it's true. It's not worth the perception that they are manipulating because the differences aren't that big. If, if they get the call right or wrong, it doesn't really matter, meaning we hope they get it right. But who in the heck's going to remember that in, in even three weeks? Right. But that sense that the fix is in, that it's not about who wins and loses. It's about some other issue, New York City, which team do they want to win? And the minute that you give the fans a reason to think that one team's getting preferential treatment, that sticks in her craw. And you're being asked to spend huge money if you want to go to a game or big-time commitments if you want to really follow a team and the league won't let your team have a fair shot, a fair shake. I find it to be where whatever the reward is from this type of potential manipulation, the cost and perception even if it's not even true, the cost and perception is so much bigger than the potential reward. Do you agree with that? Yeah, and I also think a year ago, and to your point on the egos that are involved in this, I think the pass interference review penalty a year ago was sabotaged from within. I think it got to a point to where coaches just didn't even bother wanting to challenge uh, a potential pass interference because there was a point in the season last year where even after further review, they looked at it and said, how are you not changing your call or how are you confirming the call on the field when you clearly can see and review? Like, what is it going to take? And it felt to me like there was an effort by officials who didn't want to be tested and didn't want to be second guessed to try and make sure that we never had to deal with this penalty again. And it was a one 
one and done as a make good for the Saints Rams NFC championship game. Mm. And yet here we are still having the same issues. It's one of the most it's the most punitive penalty that there is in the NFL. A pass interference call 40 yards down the field is a 40 yard penalty and a free 40 yards if they butcher the call. And we can't take a look at it. But guys can huddle up on the sidelines and let them know, hey, go ahead and pick that up. Yeah. Yeah. To me, look at it. Don't look at it. I think it's it's half a dozen one six the other. But the idea that the shenan- I mean, the very fact that your next thought was, well, let me tell you another time. I think the league uh, interfered. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, you know, meaning, you know, in the interference, but still. And then obviously any NFL fan that, that is hardcore to any degree knows how many. Uh, or how few holding calls were being made early this year. It was affecting scoring by design. And then one time, uh, Goodell or whoever's behind it allegedly presses the send button on the email, and all of a sudden the game's officiated differently the next week. How can something that's supposed to be objective, you know, points of emphasis, yeah, okay, that's code for we're telling you what we want. Right, right. And I get it. It's their league. I just don't get the trade-off. I just think these are alphas that don't understand because they have succeeded so much with their alpha ways that interfering here costs more than it benefits. Last word. You you made the point in Atlanta before the Patriots Rams Super Bowl that we have not gotten a clear understanding and and piece of information on Todd Gurley and his status and how much how important that was to people who are betting on these games because they'd like to know whether or not their money is going to the right place and if they can't get a clear answer it is if you're gonna if you're gonna welcome the gambling world into your sport you need to work with them and be clear about the status of players I also think it's the same for officiating we got to you got to clean this stuff up there's a lot of money involved that you're, you're okay taking the money but you don't mm-hmm. want to work with them and do it straight up and be and be upfront about it or be at least clear and concise about your decision making that's the problem i have with well them. to me with the injury reports and how they're not taken seriously in the uh, by many teams and the analogy is okay there's betting markets with tens of millions of dollars billions eventually being bet or across the season many billions and it's like a stock. If you actually misreport, I mean, Elon Musk sent a uh, tweet saying, you know, screw it. I'm just going to take my company private. That's all he said. And he got fined $25 million, if I recall, for that. Wow. They take the markets that seriously. But I don't think the NFL wants to deign, wants to stoop to have to provide information that, that Vegas or gamblers are asking for. And the funny thing about injury reports are it's the best way. And I think Pete Rosell is the one that figured this out, if not before him. It's the best way to pre- prevent inside information. Make the teams be fully transparent, and thus no one is paying any trainers for inside info. You know why? Because there is none. Just tell the truth. And if everybody tells the truth, all the teams accurately report their injuries, there will be no advantage. right? If everyone uses yeah. performance-enhancing drugs or nobody does, it's the same thing. So or at least the same result. So to me, that's an egregiousness that will rear its head in a major way. I promise you. But I will say one last thing. I'm RJ Bill. We're straight out of Vegas. It's an advantage that this show has that I have no desire to work for the NFL network. I have no desire to have dinner with some vice president at the NFL. And if he's buying, I'll go. 
right? I'll probably buy even, but I'm not going to not say things over that. And let's be candid. There's some straight, I mean, FSR has some straight talkers, baby. I love it. But everybody, if you listen long enough, they've got their favorites. They got their sources too. And you could make the case, well, wait a minute. If so-and-so has a source, host XYZ, and he's getting good information and he shares it with the audience, the trade-off is he can't be as critical as he might want to be about that team. Is it worth it? Maybe. I don't know. That's an interesting question, actually. I don't know. But what I know is I have none of those concerns. You know, I'm not a big fan of Deadspin, and obviously it's, it's, it's dropped into nothingness pretty much. But their original concept was, um, you know, opinion without access. Yeah. And you might say, well, wait a minute. Isn't access a good thing? Well, it is if it comes at zero cost. But if it comes at compromise, right, then all of a sudden wouldn't it be better at least to have some of the outlets, some of the voices just tell exactly what they think and not benefit so much from the access. As a gambler, I don't, you know, I don't need that access. I probably couldn't get it anyway. And thus it's easy for me to not have any favorites. What do you think? I mean, you're and not naming any names because I know you're not the type to do that, but you've been in this business a long time. Do you see what I see with the, you know, even the good guys are like, you know, play play favorites based on sources and stuff? Yeah, it, it's favorites and it's also who do you buddy up to to, to get the information and then you don't want to jeopardize a friendship. Um, ultimately, you, you go in there as an employee of a company and then you make friends with somebody outside the company and then you forget who the, your employer is and you start to value your friendship more, which is natural. I, I'm, I don't do that aspect of the work, so I can't say that, that I've ever been a part of that, but it feels like the old school mentality was my loyalty is to my company, my newspaper, my website, whatever the case may be. And you may not like what I write about and you may not like the stories that I put up, but that's my job, right or wrong. See, I actually don't think it's so much friendships. I think it's purely business, whereas they got uh, – and I'm not saying there's never a friendship, but they got a source and they don't want to lose that asset. And I also think, to be candid, it's they want to be invited to dinner with – um, former Super Bowl winning coach XYZ. And <laughs> I promise you, this is not, I, I mean, to me, I think FSRs probably get the least problem in this regard to the point of not being a problem. But I think in general, in the in sports media, this is a problem. And I think even here, there's going to be cases, but this is not about any, it's not about ESPN. It's, not, it's just generally the case. And the, the more that the gate gets opened, the more people that are on the periphery of maybe true access. And when we're at the Super Bowl, you can see there's just, you know, hundreds and hundreds of media people is the more people that just can't wait to have that one GM that they're friends with and can, you know, get the luxury box once a year. Like all of that becomes more and more enticing. The, the, further away from power you truly are a guy like Colin Cowherd who's one of the most famous media guys in the country I mean you know right up at the top of that list he doesn't need necessarily to do x or y in that regard to to get invited to dinner most people want to invite him anyway it's the guys who aren't getting invited to the dinner are usually the ones that's making the biggest compromises and you know what it's kind of hard to blame them Right. Because if you're, you grew up in Podunk, whatever. <laughs> right. And all of a sudden you get to have dinner with, you know, and see someone's Super Bowl ring. Maybe you do play favorites. 
luckily, you know, I guess for me, I just was so <laughs> weaned on the money. Like any mistakes I make, any favoritism, it costs me money. And I can buy my own dinner when I win, Jonas. <laughs> I will tell you a team that you think is a Super Bowl contender, but their odds actually doubled, whereas they got cut in half just after the trading deadline. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. He's the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell. This was a trade that wasn't discussed very much, didn't get a lot of attention, but the San Francisco 49ers traded a linebacker, his name's Alexander, high pedigree pick, to the Saints. And you might say, RJ, who cares? It's a really strong sign that the 49ers are not giving up on the season, but they've gotten very um, skeptical. They have their doubts, and they're starting to hedge their bets. They didn't get a player back that can play this year. They got an injured player that you know, maybe he's going to be better next year. It was probably a salary dump and it's a big factor, these salaries, but I'm telling you right now, this is a bad sign. If you're a 49ers fan, now we're going to take a break. And some of you might be thinking, RJ, that's a lot of speculation. How do you know? I'm going to prove to you based on one sports book, what they did, that this is such a bad sign. This trade, trading away talent, being a seller, it's a bad sign for the 49ers. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Right out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare hey it's jonas knox job searching can be a lonely process endless searching phone calls that go nowhere applications that vanish it's time for a better way to find a job express employment professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust and they never charge a fee to help with your job search go to expresspros.com to find the office near you each year tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of express employment professionals and express helps people find all kinds of jobs from manual 
manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application with Express Employment Professionals, you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier by letting the professionals at Express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team. Express Employment Professionals is your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. So, RJ, the NFL trade deadline came and went, and there were no real big moves, but there were interesting ones and ones that you've identified as a sign that somebody could be waving the white flag. And that one would be the 49ers saying bye-bye to Quan Alexander, former pro bowler, injured last year for part of the season, has been banged up in his time with San Francisco. But nonetheless, he is on his way to New Orleans this, of course, just a couple of days after finding out Jimmy Garoppolo is going to miss some time, as well as George Kittle at tight end. So they're saying Garoppolo is like six weeks or something, right? Yeah, and they've also I've seen a report that season-ending surgery is is an option. Okay, so yeah. different people was talking. Could this be the last game, or could this have been the last game ever for Jimmy G with the 49ers? But they are selling, they sold, and there's no way to spin it. It helps them this year. It does not help them this year, uh, getting rid of Alexander. And the benefit is looks to be mostly financial. That's not a good sign. You could say that's speculation. Well, the, one of the sharpest books in Vegas, the Westgate. So if you look across the board, most books, a vast majority, didn't move the 49ers. They didn't really acknowledge this. The Westgate's one of the sharper books in town. They got the uh, sharpest batters. They have to be on the lookout for any edges. And they literally took the odds from the 49ers to win the Super Bowl from 40 to 1, 40 to 1 to 80 to 1 without a game being played. So that to me is a gigantic move. But I think it's, and and remember, books aren't quick to want to increase odds because all they're going to do is pay off more if they win. And oftentimes, like when LeBron was going to potential teams, you know, back at the various times, the decision or whatever, they would have like four or five teams at like two to one saying, well, LeBron will go to one of them and then we'll up the odds the other places. That's how the books think. 
So that move is bold, and it's a sign of some real pessimism for the 49ers. And I think with the Saints, obviously, they're buying. This is likely Drew Brees last year, and Drew Brees is still top 10 with QBR, and they are buying. They're going all in. Another team going all in, Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee went out and they acquired Desmond King. He's a former all-pro cornerback. They got him from the Chargers for a 2021 six-round pick. Okay, so Fezzik, we got some sound from him. He, yesterday, before this trade, was talking about how much trouble the Tennessee defense is in. Let's listen to that first. Tennessee Titans defense, red flag. They give up 31 points to the Bengals now. That's obvious that wasn't a good performance, but... The reason that we're really concerned about that performance, look at the circumstances. The Bengals were down their best three linemen. Titans put no pressure on Burrow despite that. And the weather conditions, 20 to 25 mile an hour winds, and it did not bother the Bengals against that Tennessee Titan defense that just could not stop them. Tennessee Titans defense, major issues. I agree. But this is a nice trade. Uh, if you look at Pro Football Focus, this uh, D-back is one of their darlings. I mean, like, literally, I think he had an average of 91 since he's been drafted, which is as high as any D-back in the NFL at Pro Football Focus. So I'm not, I'm not in a position to judge quality of D-backs, but a, a beloved or a, uh, a darling of the analytics community and somehow the Chargers are trading him, man, I think it's a bad sign after a bad loss for the Chargers and at least a sign of Tennessee fighting hard to, to stay relevant. What do you think? Yeah, I think and I think it was also the fact that Tennessee was in a position to where they couldn't – they didn't identify <laughs> a pass rushing – a guy on the line that could rush the quarterback. That's been an issue all year long. They can't get after the quarterback. It's a reason that they were bidding for Jadevian Cl- Clowney and in a bidding war that late in the game to try and get his services. And Clowney's a guy who's never had double-digit sacks once in his career. So the next best thing is to go out – And if you can't rush the quarterback, at least get somebody uh, in the secondary that can play a little bit to try and help you out in that department. So I think they probably tried to find a pass rusher. This was the next best option. Yeah, and pass rushers are hard to come by. But to me, they're they're buying. That's good, at least for this year. And the Chargers are selling. Last thing I want to talk about is Tua. We didn't get into it much. Obviously, it's a win. But boy, oh oh boy. Nothing like you would, I mean, nothing like Herbert's been doing, nothing like Burrow's been doing. I know it's the first start, but here's an amazing stat with the Dolphins. They had four touchdowns that literally went a combined less than 40 yards. They had return touchdown, return touchdown, a one-yard touchdown, and like a 38-yard touchdown drive. So four touchdowns, Jonas, and a total of less than 40 yards. That does not happen very often. Straight out of Vegas is brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone is America's number one battery destination. No matter what battery problems you're dealing with, you can find your battery solution at AutoZone. Next time you're having starting trouble, start at AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone, if you missed any of today's show, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. We are straight out of Vegas, back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio, and as always, on the iHeartRadio app.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 